And we're here <laughs> doing podcast things. Every time I come to Kara's shop, she has more plants. Yeah. And every time I leave Kara's shop, she I have more, more plants. plants. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter counted the plants at my house um, yesterday, and, and it was... A large number. It was... Yeah. I, it, it felt like she was shaming me. I, I don't like... I don't like it. They keep like me it. happy. You know what? They clean your airspace. Exactly. So... NASA's studied it and they know. <laughs> I have a snake plant in my bedroom just for that reason. Just because of that. Yeah. I Although, I, again, I feel like I'm like all of them are slowly dying right now because it's, it's winter and they don't they look don't good. Like it. I don't know what to do with them. They're going dormant right now. Yeah. Except for this little guy. Look at that little baby creeping out. I get really excited when I see little rolled up leaves I coming love out. It. it makes me really happy. Sweet little baby. It's like, why are you dodging me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Witches, Magic, Murder, Mystery. Hey, we're here. I'm Kara. <laughs> Not Megan. This is our podcast. <laughs> if you didn't know. We like to talk about random things. Sometimes we chit-chat at the beginning of an episode. I think it's fun. Not everybody likes it. That's okay if you don't. You can always skip ahead. Yeah, there's a little button on there just to skip ahead 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. If you don't like joyful, brilliant hilarity, just skip ahead. Just, it's fine. Just continue on. Okay, so what kind of story do we have today? Yes, I have a ghost story. I oh. mean, murder, scandal, ghosty. Oh, yeah. All the things. All the things. Ghosts, murder, and scandal. Yeah. Tell me In more. West Virginia. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's the Greenbrier Ghost from 1897. So in Little Sewell Mountain, Jacob and Mary Jane Hester lived with their five children. Zona was their only daughter, and she was the middle child, like me, which oh. means she was super stubborn. And How many children did they have? Five. Oh. That's like me. Yeah. But I am the oldest girl. I can't imagine having that. I think that would be super, super fun. I had one older brother, which was also very fun. Yes. But I can't imagine having like four brothers and sisters. Oh, it's a lot. It seems like a lot. It's just like a gaggle of children. (laughs) And you just are like feral until you're older. (laughs) Feral. Okay. So it's believed that Zona never left her small town. And we unfortunately don't know a lot about her young life just because a lot of court documents and everything were burned in a fire later on. Oh. Um, But we do know that her legacy comes from her ghost's story. Oh. Yes. Nice. (laughs) So So, she is the ghost? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So in 1895, Zona, which was around 21-ish, um, had a one-night stand with George Wooldridge and ended up pregnant. George was broke as a joke, couldn't support himself, and he couldn't support a baby mama and their child. So he left town. Oh, well, um, and that's a great solution. Yeah, he peaced out. He, there's speculation that he wasn't even certain that this was his child. Well, of course he wasn't. Because like, they Zona, never Zona got around. Yeah. Probably Zona, definitely not my kid. Zona was gorgeous. I mean, who who wouldn't want to hit that? Uh, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> okay, so there's not a lot of evidence on what happened with her next. Maybe she stayed with relatives while she carried the baby, so she wouldn't be considered an outcast in the town. Because she was unwed. Or if she stayed in the house with her family and they just didn't let her out. <laughs> Either way, there's no evidence on what happened to the baby after its birth. So much so that it's been said that Ancestry.com will offer a free subscription to the person that can find where the baby ended up. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's just a really cool little yeah. mystery all in itself. Yeah. But also it kind of worries me. Like, like what happened, what happened, to, happened to that baby? Yeah. But it also it may just be that. But she carried it. Right. That's what I mean. She clearly had the intention of having the baby. So it could be that's just something went wrong. Yes. Okay. 
So it's been said that Zona was a daddy's girl. Um, so the mom decided that it was her duty to put Zona on the path of the straight and narrow. <laughs> they were a very religious family okay. until she would marry off. And then the mom could be like free of her. So they were really, it must have been even harder to be yes. like an unwed mother yes. in a really super religious family. Uh-huh. So she used to spend a lot of time at her cousin's house, the cousin on the mom's side of the family, who lived about 25 miles away from um, Zona's, wherever Zona's family lived. So here in this little town, she met a blacksmith um, whose nickname is Trout. Uh, his first name, I really don't know. Erasmus? E-R-A-S? Let's just call him Trout. Yeah, I'm calling him Trout from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a name now. Erasmus? Shoe. Stribbling shoe. Shoe. I so, wonder why his nickname was Trout. I don't know. Uh, oh, well, it is speculated that people back then would take nicknames of, like, areas that they lived in or, oh. like, things in that area. And so... So it's not like he had, like, a fish face or anything? No. No, he was actually kind of handsome. Oh, yeah. well, that's better. That's good. Happy. So it said Trout was in his early 30s, about 10 years older than Zona. He was fairly handsome. And I said, and you're probably my dating type, to be honest. He's <laughs> tall, dark, muscular, and has Tom Hardy lips. So. <laughs> and he's older. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But he did come with back. He'd been married a few times before. A few Mm -hmm. times by 30. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. It's fine. No, it's fine. But the most recent before Zona was Lucy. And Lucy was 16 when they got married. Um, six six months after his marriage to Lucy, she died under weird circumstances. She was 16? mm -hmm, How old was he? February 11th, 1985. Uh, 30? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. So she was um, 16 and then she died. Yeah. Okay. On February 11th. So keep in mind, it was February 11th. God, what Febu- is today? The 17th. 18th, I never know. Whatever day it is today. It's the 17th. 17th. It is very cold. Yes. It is probably also very cold in West Virginia. Yeah. It's not far from here. Yeah. So Trout claimed that he was working on a chimney and dropped a brick that landed on her head and killed her. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the chimney wasn't working properly because it's broken, so he had to go out and fix it. But I wouldn't be outside watching my husband fix a That's chimney. That's not like, where was she in relation to that, or was she like sticking her head up the chimney? Yeah, and then he like that doesn't make I any don't sense. No. So after Lucy's death, Trout decided to move to Greenbrier and leave his muddy past behind him. So that's how he met uh, Zona. Yeah, I wonder if Zona knew all these things about him. Mama found out later. Oh. Of course yes. she did, because we always do. Yes, but it's, people speculated, like, how would Zona not know? Like, she, the town that she would visit her cousins in was very close to where the town oh. that Trout lived with his first wife. Yeah, you think the rumor mill would be. Yeah, hmm. but Trout didn't do anything to his first wife. Well, he didn't kill his first wife. So he was married to a lady named Allie, and they had a daughter named Gerda, uh, Word in the Street says that Trout was pretty abusive towards Allie, and it said that one night the local guy showed up at Trout's house and pulled him out of bed and tossed him in the very cold Greenbrier River as a warning, like, dude, do this again and nice. see what's going to happen to Good. you. Good. So he ended up peacing out, leaving his second, leaving this uh, wife for Lucy. He's like, if I and can't beat like, my wife, I'm yeah. not even going to stay. Okay. Yeah. So he's not. Uh-uh. No, he's not very He may guy. be attractive, but he's... He has a muddy past. Kind of a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Got it. So, Zona's mom, when she met um, Trout, she just didn't like him. 
Mm. She was just like, uh, he's yeah. been married before. He's peaced out on his baby mama and daughter that he's not taking care of. Like, it, there's word that he was arrested for horse theft. Mm. So she just was not a huge fan. But Zona didn't care. She married him in November of ni- or 1896. I feel like I'm going to have a hard time with any boy that my daughters oh, date. heck yeah. I feel like any boy that my daughters date are going to have a hard time with them because they're so <laughs> feisty. <laughs> I keep wondering uh, how my mom let me date anyone. Yeah. Like, how, how did you let me get in a car with this boy and drive off into oh, the night? Like, how did you ever do that? Because yeah. I'm already like, I don't think, I don't think I don't I'm like going to do that. I don't, I don't think. Like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think my parents had much of a decision. I just kind of did. That's same. Yeah. <laughs> But they did it. Of course, I grew up in a small town where, like, yes. whatever boy I was dating, my mom knew their parents uh-huh. and went to school with mm-hmm. them probably and had yeah. known them their whole life. So, oh, yes, yeah. that's different. But here, it's not like oh, that. Oh, no, it's not. Here, I'm not going to know no. the whole family history of every no. boy my girls date. Luckily, I can have people looked up. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's dad always tells her that he's not going to be the one that's scary to boys. Like, it's it's her mom. It's you. <laughs> for sure. Nobody has to worry. Mom's really scary. <laughs> And I'm like, great, thank you. Yep, same, same. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, shortly after New Year 1987, so remember, they got married. 1897. In, or 18, God, yep. It's fine. 1897. They were 101 years old. They it's were, fine. Yes, when they got married. So, November of 1896 is when they got married. So, the New Year of 1897, Zona became ill and stayed that way for the next few weeks. Oh. So, they called a Dr. George Knapp who took care of her during this time and testified that Trout was a very loving husband. He stayed by her side the entire time. And there was some speculation that Zona was pregnant, and that's why they married so quickly. This and she'd already had one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we don't know what happened to that yes. baby. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And he, people speculated that his last wife, Lucy, was pregnant, and that's why she may have been murdered. So... I don't know. Maybe the doctor was there because of pregnancy complications. Who knows? But on January 22nd, 1897, Trout was away working, doing his blacksmithing duties. While at one of his customers' houses, he asked the customer if her son could stop by his house at some point during the day to help Zona with a few things, Mm -hmm. like gathering eggs because Mm -hmm. it's too cold out and she shouldn't be out and about because she's getting over whatever random illness she had. No, I don't like this. They always do that. There's so many stories where men murder their wives and then they want somebody somebody else to find the body. Yeah. Yeah. Just will you stop by? Can you just take a peek in there? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So the young boy arrived at their house a little after lunchtime, knocked on the door, no answer. He decided to open the door and yell for Zona, um, but he didn't get a response. So he decided to go inside, of course, because the door is cracked and found her lying um, at what some speculated the foot of the stairs. He said her feet were together. One hand was on her stomach and the other hand was next to her. If you're falling down the stairs, you would like fall on your hands probably, right? Or take a tumble. Yeah. He said her head was turned to the side and her eyes were staring blankly at him, just wide open. Mm. So he ran home terrified, got his mom. They ran to tell Trout and um, then they ran to go get Dr. Knapp. Trout got to the house before the doctor got there. And some speculated that when the doctor got there, he found Trout holding Zona's lifeless body, her head cradled in his lap. But... Some claim that when Trout got there, he changed the wife's clothes. Why? Put her in an expensive dress with tall, stiff collar and a veil over her face and neck. Why? 
there, I don't know. There's two conflicting stories. Some say that he dressed her. Others say that the doctor helped dress her. I don't know why. Maybe she was covered in blood. I don't know. The doctor tried to examine Zona and pronounced her dead, but Trout lost his mind. So the doctor claimed she died of an everlasting faint. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but then he it's later... It's fate that never ended. Yeah, but then he changed it to childbirth. But where's the baby? Or was she not far enough along and was miscarrying and died because of that? I don't know. It, they don't say anything about a baby anywhere. So why would he say died of childbirth? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, he's just trying to figure it out. So we don't have a lot of information because, like I said information was burned in a fire later. Uh, there's lots of speculation rumors surrounding this case. There's info from an interview the little boy gave regarding finding her body. Um, but apparently she didn't fall down the stairs or even lay at the bottom of the stairs. The stairs were on the other side of the door that she was found by. Oh. She was actually in the dining room by that door. The boy did mention that when he went up to the house, there was a trail of blood going up to it. So was it a miscarriage? Well, so... I mean, it is interesting because if she did with that first pregnancy, yeah, it would be so good to know what did happen to that yeah. baby. Because if she has a history of, of miscarriage, of problems, yeah. then that would sort of make you understand this a little bit more or at least be able to speculate with a little more yes. knowledge. But also the fact that his last pregnant wife died. is yeah. So it's like either way, there could be a yeah. history for him. There could uh -huh. be a history for her. Yeah. Well, listen, so during the entire funeral, Trout held his deceased wife's head in his hands. A lot of people assumed it's because he was consumed by grief and couldn't let her go. Oddly, though, he kept a pillow on one side of her neck and a sheet on the other, claiming it was to keep her comfortable. Okay. People claimed that as the body was being taken to the cemetery, her head moved about a little too freely. Oh. Oh, it's like dangling? Yeah. That's not, that's not a pleasant... <laughs> Zona was buried on January 25th on Sewell Mountain with an unmarked grave until 1979 when the church gave her one. Yeah. Why? Why was it unmarked? I don't know. Did they not have enough money? I mean, money he, he to cared care? so much about holding yeah. her head the whole time. He didn't care enough yeah. to give her a he grave. He was a blacksmith and they made good money, I feel like. Ugh. Yes. So... After her death, her mom was super suspicious of Trout. She claimed the devil has killed her. She knew of Trout's shady past, um, and it's rumored that after her daughter's death, Mary tr attempted to return the sheet she took off of her daughter to Trout, but he said, no, I don't, I don't want that. So she took it home with her and decided to wash it and keep it as like a little token that like it was her daughter's or whatever. And as soon as she put it in the water to wash it, blood started coming out of it how did she not and see that stuck well maybe it was like a different color of a sheet oh i see yeah like a dark color yeah sheet. Ooh. so she oh. said it also had like a nasty smell that came from the sheet so when she cleared the water the, sh the sheet had pink on it i was like so what did she do no she didn't go smother trout with the sheet <laughs> <laughs> she prayed daily that her god would send zona's spirit to her to tell her how she really died oh and it, and it worked Oh, Zona visited her to tell her all about it. Would, I, would you wake up and be like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. We have so much to catch up on. <laughs> I would be like, oh, I know I asked for this, but oh, yeah, like, give me oh, a minute. Okay, let me get my paper. I'm ready. Give me ready. a minute. Give me a minute. So Zona's spirit was said to have claimed that the night before she was found dead, Trout came home really angry that she hadn't fixed dinner with meat. <laughs> 
She said that he was so mad that he started to choke her so strongly that he crushed her windpipe and broke her neck. After Zona's spirit finished telling her mom this story, she started to walk away, but stopped and then turned her head all the way around to prove it was broken. So she didn't turn her body, just turned her head all the way around. What's that? It's in, well, it's probably several scary movies where yeah. like, the little thing just turns, rotates stairs. head all the way around. Ooh. Okay. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh, got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Summer is the season of hot temperatures, outdoor adventures, and refreshing water activities. Summer is also the season of rough on your feet causing dry, cracked heels and toes. Introducing Babyfoot, the original exfoliation foot peel that contains 16 natural extracts formulated to remove dead skin cells in three easy steps. Apply the booties, relax for an hour, then wash your feet. In 14 days, you've got baby smooth skin and your feet have never been softer. Letting dead skin cells build up over time is hazardous to your foot health. Our professional-grade DIY products, like our original exfoliation foot peel, our men's foot peel, or our moisturizing mask, are some of the best foot care products on the market created with your foot health in mind. Pamper yourself with a spa day from the comfort and convenience of your own home with Babyfoot. If you want a chemical-free, easy-to-use exfoliating process from the company that created the original foot peel, it's time to treat yourself to Babyfoot. Go to babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24 and get 20% off your first order with Babyfoot. That's babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24. So they decided to do an autopsy in front of Trout, it said that he was super nervous and whittled the entire time. And the autopsy results, her neck is indeed broken. 
She didn't die of everlasting fame. <laughs> Who could have known? But also, so this doctor that initially said everlasting faint or maybe childbirth, even though there's no baby. Yeah. He didn't examine her neck. Yeah. He didn't notice. He didn't notice this. I mean, was was Trout just holding her head literally the whole time so yeah. he wouldn't notice it flopping around? I'm sorry I said that flopping. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I, that's the image I have in my head, though. But it's like, it took, it took the mom saying, yeah, her ghost came to me and told me this. Yeah. For them to be like, maybe we should investigate this a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, but they didn't know her, they didn't know her neck was broken until the ghost told Uh them so. Until the ghost said so. I like it. So, the newspapers got word of the autopsy results and it's like all of his enemies started coming out of the woodworks. <laughs> so his ex Allie, who was alive still, the mother of his child that he abandoned, started like running her mouth. And then mom got wind of like all of this, like the rumors and stuff and heard all of this information about him. And she was like, uh-uh, I'm going to the prosecutor. So the prosecutor was John Preston. She begged him to open the case back up, told him about the visit she had had from her daughter <laughs> And after he, like, read all the newspapers and stuff, he was just like, okay, like, even if this lady is crazy, I'm still hearing all this stuff about it, like, all this sketchy stuff about it. Yeah, which makes you want to look into it more anyway. Right. He was like, I feel like we should look back into this. So he reached out to Dr. Knapp, and the doctor said he was pretty concerned about the results he gave because Trout kept him from thoroughly examining Zona's body. Um, So they ordered her corpse to be exhumed, which was pretty unusual at that time. Trout was not happy when he heard of the second autopsy. He had to attend the autopsy by the court's orders, and he said he knew they would arrest him, but in quotes, but they will not be able to prove I did it. Oh, yeah. So the doctor knew that uh-huh. he didn't get to thoroughly examine her yeah, body. But he said it was everlasting faint or it's pregnancy. Just, it's just such a sign of the time, you know, yeah. when they're like, oh, uh, there's, it's fine. I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. You're a man. You're a man. Everything's it's fine. fine. Yeah. But he also said, like, during that first autopsy, Trout wouldn't really let him do his work. Like, Which he is weird. sat there and whittled, but he also was, like, super anxious and, like, constantly, like, asking questions and you know like hovering so he was just like i i didn't really get to do I mean, much. you're the doctor it's your kingdom you can tell yeah. to shut up yeah but so, you don't do that with men it, no no you don't tell <laughs> them what to do definitely not he's probably then. trying to mansplain everything and be like see here doctor this is really what this let is. me tell you see, how to do your job you see this bruise on her this is what this is how she got that yeah you might think i broke her neck yeah but really really though she broke her own neck yes Obviously. She choked herself. When she had the faint that never stopped. The everlasting faint. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, on March 9th, more than a month after her death, Zona was dug up and brought to the Nichols schoolhouse. Trout accompanied the small party of neighbors led by the prosecutor and the doctor, as well as some local law enforcement. They had to bring the neighbors because the law enforcement recruited them to dig up the grave. Oh, um, so they had to be threatened with prosecution because they were like, wait, this is not something we do. Like, why would you have us do this? They said, we'll prosecute you yep. if you don't help us dig, dig up, up her, her dead grave. body. Yeah. What a, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Law enforcement <laughs> said that. Dang. Yeah. They said they just didn't like to disturb the dead. It was a big no-no, but they were like, no, nope, we're going to, we're going to prosecute you if you don't. So it was said that Trout just sat and whittled while the three doctors headed by Dr. Knapp's iced into her body um they said the body was in remarkably good shape um and the winter kept it chilled 
Oh. Mm. So as a common practice in the autopsy, they examined her stomach for poison. There was no poison. They checked other vital organs of the chest and abdomen. So there, I'm assuming there wasn't a baby in there because they would have. Yeah. They would have noticed that. Yeah. That would have. That would have been documented. Yes. You would think. Yes. During the autopsy, Dr. Knapp was working around Miss Shue's head. I could see um, that Trout was getting more nervous. His whittling was not so good. Suddenly, the doctor <laughs> turned to Mr. Preston. They whispered together for a few minutes. Then Mr. Preston turned to Trout and said, Well, Shue, we found your wife's neck to be broken. Shoe's head dropped and change came over him that I can't explain, but it certainly proved his guilt to me. His whittling was not so good. So that's his guilt. He's that's guilty. It. He's, He's not guilty. a good whittler. Nope. He definitely did it. <laughs> yes. So he was held without bail. First degree murder of his wife, um, Zona Hester Shoe. Trout's trial was held in Greenbrier County Courthouse on May 20th, 1897. And um, the Pocahontas Times reported Trout Shoe now in jail awaiting trial for the murder of his wife. He has threatened to kill himself. So as you know, for some of our other stories, justice was not served swiftly like in the past. They did. Not. I mean, even now. Yeah. People sit in jail for forever. It took a really long time. So because of all of this, the people that hated Trout to de- decided to try him in the court of public opinion. Good. Yeah. So he was guilty before the judge even saw him. So I, the mean, ju- I mean, you don't have, I don't know, maybe back then you can't like change the court to a different county. Right. So, I mean, he's already guilty. He didn't have anywhere to go. No. So while he was waiting trial, Trout told an inmate that the case would never stand up in court and that he would soon be free and that he would like to eventually marry seven more times. Why seven? I don't know. It's his lucky number? Yeah. I'm a, I'm then it would be seven. ten altogether? Yeah. This... I want to get married seven more times. I don't. I have great... Ho- oh, I don't either. No. <laughs> I, I, have, I have high hopes of not just getting married after I leave here. Seven times. But seven more times. What's going to happen to my each of my wives? Don't, don't worry know. about it. Don't worry about it. There's already been a brick. Your business. There's already been a brick. There's already been some stairs. We'll see what I come up with next. I wonder where we move to then. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, of course, that came out during the trial, too. Yeah. So, the trial began June 30th, 1897. Prosecutor Preston kept his case to the earthly facts, including <laughs> not ghostly. The earthly. <laughs> not ghostly. Not the spectral. Yes. Uh, including testimony from several people of how Trout had refused to let anyone near his wife's body during the wake and funeral, as well as the stiff, high-necked collar and scarf with a large bow tied around her neck. So, you know, at the funeral, people he's just, like, cradling her. So you can't tell that her head is all bruised and wobbly. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yes. Part of me... Because I always get worried when one is the spouse. You're always like, are they really yeah. guilty? And like, you know, what if he didn't do it? But then you think about this behavior at the funeral. Yes. Like, that's weird. Yeah. You were clearly doing something weird around yeah. your head and neck and not yes. wanting people to see. But yes. also, how could you not know that people would think that's yes. super weird? <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like murderers and, and you know, if he has a history of it, and he, uh-huh. you know, I'm totally but he had gotten generalizing. Away with it. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, he thinks he's smarter than yeah. everybody else yeah so i don't think it occurs to him that anyone would doubt him right or question anything oh god gross yes so it said after the funeral he just didn't grieve right he didn't show signs of mourning behaved nothing like a man who'd lost his wife a little more than a couple of months ago but as we've learned from lots of true crime documentaries nobody grieves the same yeah well and he had to he had to move on quick to get married seven more times yes so yeah you can't waste a lot of time yeah. being sad so true so then came the defense 
they tried to offer alternate theories. They were, um, there's other explanations for a broken neck, like um, jostling of the body and the in like while they were dressing it and putting it in the coffin. Maybe it happened after she was deceased. Like when they changed her whole yes. outfit? Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah, they were like, you know, she was carried in a wagon for over 15 miles across frozen roads. Maybe that happened. Would that um, break your neck, though? Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like that would break your neck. Yeah, like, on the way to the first autopsy, maybe it happened then. How rough so, would yeah. it her body? Yeah. So then they decided to put Mary Jane, Zona's mom, on the stand, thinking that it's going to make, like, a mockery of how the case was reopened. Uh-huh. But... The mom stood her ground. So since everyone had already heard about it, they had no choice but to ask her about the ghost and try to punch a hole in the story. But Mary was about 50 years old when she took the stand. And she was like, I give two shits less. Yes. Like, I'm not doing this. Because, again, as we've talked about, yes. women just get more badass as they age. Yes. So by she, 50, you're just incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah. She gave no, no fucks were given. That's so she said... I am not a superstitious woman. I am a good Christian, and Zona's appearance was not a dream. So according to the Greenbrier Independent, which printed the entire transcript, um, the question was, I have heard that you have had some dream or vision which led to this post-mortem examination. Answer. They saw enough themselves without me telling them. It was no dream. She came back and told me that he was mad that she didn't have no meat cooked for supper. The defense attacked Mary Jane mercilessly, which backfired as she responded with dignity and stuck to her story. Her story never changed. Yeah, it's also like you're attacking the the mother of a dead girl. Yes. Back off. Yes. So the people in the jury box also felt the same as her. She believed in the power of a mother's intuition and that the ghost of a murdered girl could appear to her mother. It was completely believable to them. And most of all, when a wife is killed, the husband is the natural suspect, obviously. Yeah. So when Mary Jane and likely Shu's first wife made sure he looked super guilty, he was just, like I said, guilty before yeah. they ever stepped, she ever stepped in the witness box the next day. Yeah. So that's what people were like, um, but right. he's already a natural suspect. You and Allie are making him look ridiculous. But she's like over here standing her ground and Allie is too. She was like, he was super abusive. Like I have these counts of, right. you know. She's lucky to be alive. Yeah. And then whatever happened to Lucy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Trout was on the stand all Tuesday afternoon. He was given free reign and talked at great length. Was very particular in describing unimportant incidents. He denied pretty much everything said by other witnesses. Said the <laughs> prosecution was all spite work. Uh, entered a positive denial of the charge against him. Uh, he protested his innocence, calling God to witness, admitted that he had served a term in the pen, declared that he dearly loved his wife, and appealed to jury to look into his face and then say if he was guilty. So look at me. Tell me if I'm guilty. <laughs> well, it's all just like, yes. listen, I didn't do this. These people are all out to get me. They're yeah. all just jealous. Look at my face. But again, this is him thinking. He's yeah. smarter than everybody, and he has con- complete control of the situation. Yeah, he may- he yeah. literally manslayed I'm a good everything. Looking- <laughs> a good Look looking at man. my Tom Hardy lips. Yeah. Just ignore all the evidence. Yes. Ignore all the witness yeah. statements. Yeah. Look at me. Look at yeah. me. Just believe what I have to say. Yeah. So he's like over there, like biting his lower lip. <laughs> Batting his Winking. eyes. Winking. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Jerry didn't give give a shit good they uh took less than an hour to return a guilty verdict (laughs) he was it's really annoying though just to yes your defense is just to you're on none of this happened 
Yeah. No, that also didn't happen. Look at me. Do I no, look guilty? That, yeah. Don't I, aren't, look how hot I am. I could. Yeah. Hot people that don't kill people. That happened in the the trailer, the horse trailer, the buggy. I don't know. <laughs> These people are just jealous of just how hot I am. Just jealous of my beauty and she wasn't as beautiful as me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he was sentenced to a life in prison, which was never carried out because... Or almost was never never carried out because an impromptu lynch mob formed to get vengeance oh. that they believe the court had failed to give them. Why? They, they found him guilty. Yep. So, um, the quick thinking of a determined deputy, the mob was turned back, and eventually four of them faced charges for their attempt on the life of Trout. He was sent away to West Virginia State Prison in Moundsville, where three years later he fell victim to an epidemic that passed through his cell block. I mean, people must have really hated him if they're like, you were found guilty and everything, but we want to get you now. It's like they got themselves all worked up at the trial because they all come together. Like, you hate him? You hate him too? You hate him too? I hate him Let's do it. Let's Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, that's how murderinos are formed. Like the (laughs) non-Syed trials. There are so many people there. Yes. Yeah. And, um... Brendan Dassey, those, yes. there were tons of people there too. Yeah. It was the opposite of you hate him though. It was yeah. like, you believe in him too? Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. You, you see this as a yeah. huge miscarriage of justice? Great. Oh, great. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It's like the, the Brendan Dassey thing, I can't hardly think about. Yeah. It makes me so angry. Yeah. Just the whole situation. Oh, yeah. Um, so, writing in the Monroe Watchman, an unknown reporter's father attended the, tri- attended the trial as a spectator. He wrote, in 1971, Watchman states that according to his father, those who witnessed the trial were much impressed with her sincerity and the jury of 12 good men of the Greenbrier County and Judge W. J. W. McWhorter evidently believed her. So, the jury was men. And they believed, they believed this, her. this woman who was yeah. talking about a ghost. And her Good. intuition. So he said the question of whether a person can return from the grave was very well answered. Yep. Yep. The defense was summed up in this way. There was no living witness to the crime charged against defendant Chu. And the state rests its case for conviction wholly upon circumstances connecting the accused with the murdered charge. So the connection of the accused with the crime depends entirely upon the strength of the circumstantial evidence introduced by the state. There is no middle ground for you, the jury, to take. The verdict inevitably and logically must be for murder in the first degree or for an acquittal. So do you think Mary Jane is telling the truth about her daughter's visit from the grave? Because she never recanted her story of her daughter's visit. Um, Zona was, as far as anyone can say, at peace and no reports were ever heard of her again. Um, But Mary Jane never stopped talking about it. No doubt still, you know, smartened from the fact that her daughter's killer didn't hang right in front of her oh yeah because she Uh, didn't get to see him uh yeah so you have to admit armed with information from her family and friends she could easily have made up the details of the house layout um which was given as proof of her daughter's testimony um except the details of the broken neck and how she was killed a broken neck sure the mom could have been like but her neck was broken after watching him at the funeral right but she didn't know medical terms. She wasn't well-versed in human anatomy. So it turns out, no, she wouldn't have known any of that. Here's what she actually testified in the court and what the ghost said. I told him supper was ready. He began to chide because I had prepared no meat for supper. And I replied that there was plenty. There was bread, butter, applesauce, preserves, and other things that made a very good supper. 
and he flew mad and got caught up and came toward me when I rised up and he seized each side of my head with his hands and by a sudden wrench dislocated my neck. Yeah, so for her mom to know that that's how... Yes. Yeah. It does seem... Because there's part of me that's just like, she has that mother's intuition that she knows this Uh is a bad dude. Yeah. She hears all the talk about him and is like, yeah, he clearly killed my daughter and I'm going to make sure that 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 people look into this again. Yeah. But that last part that you just read is like, oh, maybe there really was a ghost. Yeah. I love ghost stories. I do too. I love ghost stories. Because how, like, all the stuff that they had for dinner, how would she have known that? Exactly. Because she died before she saw her. So basically. After that dinner. A ghost was a witness in a murder trial. Yes. (laughs) It was the first time a ghost story was allowed as testimony in a murder trial. I love it. Yeah. Can you imagine if that happened today? Oh, my God. It would be such a crazy story. Yes. So wild. So that's Zona Shoe. It's a good story. Zona Shoe. I mean, that whole thing, too, about ancestry will... Uh-huh. That's... Oh, I love digging around something. on Ancestry. I love digging around on Ancestry, too. So, so yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's spooky. It's so spooky. Okay, guys. Uh, don't forget that we started a Facebook group. Yeah. So, look that up. Which Hop is on magic- there. Join us. Yeah. Which is Magic Murder Mystery Podcast Discussion Group. Yes. And uh, if you join, you have to answer a couple of very easy questions and just agree to follow Like, what color are Kara's eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we the funniest people you know? <laughs> yes. And the rules are just basically don't be a jerk. You yeah. Know? <laughs> we'll <kick> you out. <laughs> if and, you have any ghost stories, tell us. Oh, yeah. Email us at witchesmagicmurdermystery at gmail.com. Um, thank you for those of you who have sent us yeah. stuff. We are working on a few different things. Heck so. yeah, we are. Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>